Hey guys, welcome to Rust Belt Running. Uh, this is going to be a little different episode than what we've been putting out uh, recently. It's going to be short. Uh, it's going to be sweet. Um, but this was a tough week for us marathon runners. And we've been reviewing a lot of races. And uh, this past Sunday, we lost uh, Calvin Kiptum, world record holder. And had twenty just 24 years old in a shocking car accident we've all heard the news you've all heard about it but adam and i just wanted to give some thoughts we wanted to you know approach this and uh you know talk about it and uh, i'm probably gonna talk a little longer than adam and uh i you know i just want to say first and foremost like we have every right to be sad um we have every right to cry about it um Every right to, you know, feel however you feel. However you need to grieve this loss, grieve it. Uh, Kelvin was impactful on running, on, on marathon running. And and gave us, Adam's going to talk about, you know, the potential he had. And, uh, you know, there's, there, there's a massive loss there uh, for us in our community. And... Um, it's it's tough. It's it's really hard. I when I when I got a text from a friend that Calvin died in a car accident, I was like, "What?" Like I couldn't believe it. And this was shortly after it broke. I mean, Cities Mag, uh, Runners World, none of them had it uh, yet. I, I think everybody was just holding out hope that the the information was wrong. Um, and I, I was I was reading articles and I was like, this isn't real. Like the Super Bowl is about to start. Like I'm I'm get, I'm just getting ready to watch the Super Bowl, and um, that's like that's my focus. This isn't possible. And there were just so many times I, I looked at my wife on Sunday night. And I I just asked. I was like, is this real? Like this really happened? And I'm gonna talk in a few about like why it hit me so hard personally. Uh, but I just, before I throw it to Adam, I just wanted to say, you know, like it's, it's good to grieve and it's okay to be incredibly sad. And, um, I, we have a big loss and this is somebody who may never be able to be replaced. Uh, we don't see the potential he had, in such a young person in any runners we have out there currently, at least that we know of. Uh, I mean, Kelvin's stats are incredible. He has three of the seven fastest marathons ever. He's run three marathons at 24. Unbelievable. So, yeah, it's it's sad. Um, be sad and appreciate what we did get to witness uh, in his time. So, Adam, I'm going to give it to you to talk a little bit about that potential that we're missing. Thanks, Andrew. You know, in the weeks immediately after the U.S. Olympic marathon trials, I'd had a thought in my head about just how important it is to appreciate athletes whose personalities and talents uh, and gifts we so appreciate because we don't know how long we're going to be able to enjoy those athletes at the peak of their abilities. 
you know, if you had gone back and looked at a list of the most likely names to make the U.S. Olympic team and, and asked people that, you know, for that maybe two months before the trials, a lot of the names that people would have named didn't get to run in the trials or didn't fare well in the trials because of injury. And it just, it was a poignant reminder that these athletes, we don't know how long their competitive greatness is going to last. And it's just so important to appreciate great talent when it's in front of us. And so when you get news that someone like Kelvin Kiptum has tragically passed away, it just further hammers that point home. Um, you know, when you look at a two-hour marathon, uh, it's a time that's captivated the running community for a long time. It's really been at the forefront the last eight to ten years, as you've seen engineered um, attempts to get somebody under two hours. And obviously it was successful with the Ineos Challenge with Eliud Kipchoge. But there was that that wondering of, well, is anybody going to do this in an actual road race? And if it happens, when is it going to happen? And that was what made Kelvin Kipton just so special and his performance at Chicago last year so amazing. He didn't take a couple of seconds off Elliot Kuchoge's world record. He just smashed through it and he got himself to within just over a second per mile away from running under two hours in just a legitimate sanctioned road race. And, you know, he was near the beginning of his road racing career and you know, it's it's so tragic and it's selfish because there was more to anyone's life than their athletic gifts. It's just that's how we came to know Calvin Kiptum. Um, but selfishly, I just feel just so down and so, you know, sad that I'm not going to get to see that career fully written, that we're not going to know how the story would have played out because there was tremendous talent there. And it was going to be an interesting experiment because he was running mileage that his own coach said, I don't know if he's going to be able to maintain this. And it was going to be fascinating to see how that all played out. Um, so, you know, I grieve. Uh, I grieve for that loss. And, you know, I ache for friends and family because, like I said, this is a bigger life than simply just running. But that was how we knew Kelvin Kipton. And that was what we appreciated about him. And it's just... It's, again, a poignant reminder that these athletes whose gifts and whose personalities we enjoy so much, it's so important to make sure that we enjoy them and really treasure them and cherish them while we can because you just don't know how long you're going to be able to, to appreciate what they have to offer to the world on the track and on the road. Um, yeah, so those were my thoughts on Kelvin Kipton's passing. Andrew, I'll give it back to you, bud. Thanks, Adam. So I just want to go back to October uh, 2023 for a little bit. You know, let's go back a year before that when uh, the Chicago Marathon was taking place and I was watching the broadcast and I was a week out from Columbus full uh, in 2022 and I texted Adam and Matt in our group chat and I said, if I run a time fast enough to guarantee me entry to Chicago. I'm going to run Chicago next year. And that was, that was kind of, that was the goal. And you know what? I'm glad I made that commitment because that year at Columbus, when things got really tough and it became apparent that a Boston qualifier was going to slip away from me, I had this other goal that I could hold on to. And uh, it, it really helped to push me and keep me steady 
when that when I saw that goal, when I saw the the 305 pace group slip out of my vision, uh, I, I had something else to hold on to. And I am so, so grateful that I, I made that commitment and that I had that goal and that I hit it. There's a lot of people in this world and there's a lot of runners in this world. But only about 45,000 people in this world ran the Chicago Marathon in 2023. And one thing that is so special about marathon running is we're all in competition with the course and with ourselves. And sure, some of these guys are, you know, competing for prize money in first place, second place. But we've all seen how even the closest of finishes ends after that finish line is crossed and it's handshakes and hugs and laughs and smiles like we're all in it together we all kind of have the same goal and that is something that makes our sport so pure and when you get to run a major you get to run a race with the likes of Elliot Kipchoge or Scott Fobble or Connor Mance or Kelvin Kiptoon which I was fortunate enough to do you get to run the same course, have the same goal at the same time as these guys. It makes it special. You're not an elite, but you're competing with them. How cool is that? What other sport can you say that in? And I got to compete with Kelvin Kiptoon at Chicago in 2023. And I remember being at about probably mile 16 or 18 ish somewhere around there. I knew that we were getting close to where we were going to have a men's finisher. And I've told the story on the pod, but I'm going to tell it again for our new listeners. I, as, as I was running and I knew I looked at my watch and I, I saw we were about two hours. I was like, all right, it's got to be coming up. It's got to be coming up. I'm going to listen. I'm listening to the crowd for anything. And I hear on a policeman's radio, World record. That was all I heard. It was super loud. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I'm here on a day that a world record is being set. And I just started laughing. And this was a hard day for me. It was a it was a slog from mile eight. Like I it was I was in it deep and dark early. And I had this to kind of like perk me up. But that was all I knew. I didn't know who did it. I didn't know by how much. I just knew world record. And I'm I'm giddy in the pain cave thinking I've got to enjoy this. And as I continue to go, I, I'm, I'm trying to get information maybe from spectators and volunteers. And a few gave me some information, but not really a whole lot. Like someone's like, yeah, some Kenyan guy. Thanks. Um, but uh, then finally we come up a few minutes later and there's a spectator on like a bullhorn or like a little travel PA. And um, I heard him say, Kelvin Kiptum was the Chicago Marathon winner. And I was like, well, that was obvious. <laughs> we kind of knew that was going to happen. So I yell, what, what was the time? And he said, world record, two hours, 35 
And I had to compute that for a second because I was like, he did not break 201. That's impossible. He not only broke 201, he destroyed it. And me and the gentleman next to me talked for a moment about it. And I was so glad I had somebody who spoke English next to me because I wanted to share that moment and that information with somebody. And if you haven't done a major, they're very international and it makes it kind of difficult sometimes because not everybody speaks English. So for me, I was very fortunate in that moment to have a English speaking person next to me. And that is an experience I will never, ever, ever forget. And I, I will always hold that day special, even though it was probably one of my worst full marathons ever. <laughs> it was my first major, and I got to run it with Kelvin Kipton. And that that is something only 45,000 people in this world can say. That is worth celebrating. And Kelvin Kiptum gave us a running career and a life worth celebrating. And I'm grateful to him. I'm grateful to him for setting that record, for giving us hope that maybe two hours is possible in a non-engineered race. Humankind hasn't met their limit in marathon running, and we know that to be true because of Kelvin Kipton. And we owe him a lot. We're going to miss the hell out of this guy. I'm so sorry to our entire community, to his friends and his family that this happened. It's a massive loss for us. But in some way, shape, or form, he, he left an impact on all of us. And for that, Calvin, we're grateful. So that's this week's episode. We thank you guys so much for listening. Rest in peace, Calvin.